Hello, friends, and welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to the first time to this episode of Dungeons & Derek. This is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast. My name is Derek Lettman, and I am your Dungeon Master, and I have the distinct honor and privilege to be of joined... being alone and talking to nobody. Of... <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Derek, we've all been your tulpas all along. Ooh. I mean, that, uh, you got to be a tulpa, man. I'm just a golem. Wait, so when people are listening to this podcast, are they, do they hear the tulpas or are they just like awkward silences anytime I'm not talking? I don't think you'll ever know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So my, my tulpas are uh, Jess, Greg, and Stephanie. Uh, hey, Jess. Hey, even though I'm a tulpa, can you explain what I am to me? <laughs> so, yeah, keep keep me honest on this. Um, but a, a tulpa, as I understand it, is some is it's basically like a like the collective consciousness kind of made. Uh, I don't want to say flesh, but like made manifest. Um, ah. So, like Slender Man, if he were real, would be a tulpa because um, so he was invented and then became. Yeah, I see. So, it's a being that that people, I believe, uh, I'm. I promise, I'm not googling this or Wikipediaing this, and I am going to leave it in. So if I'm wildly wrong, uh, don't it's at me, you bro. You're on the keyboard. We're just being um, wrong a lot today. So yeah, so it's a being that's creative, uh, created out of like collective imagination, and is believed in like I don't know. I guess so hard that it becomes real, like well, Uncle Sam. I think it can, oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue taking my time for the introduction to also explain that I learned that poltergeists are not like a ghost, they're- um, Turkey ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> it's a poultry geist. <laughs> it's a poultry geist. Is um, a, a physical manifestation of like pain and hatred in, in like a, a, an area, like in a family. But like of a person, or or just like the spirit of it's it's a phys- it's not a spirit. It's not like a it wasn't like a oh. person that has passed on. And again, keep me honest on, on this. Is this I you know don't know about poltergeists. Yeah, poltergeists are not someone died and is haunting this house. It's there's been a lot of pain and hate in this huh. in this house, and it's taking on a, a non corporeal physical manifestation. Okay. I guess I always thought they were non ghost supposed to be non ghost. Spirits of some sort. Every, I mean, I could be. I'm willing to be wrong as well. And what a way, what a way to start off this podcast. I feel like we've we've each said like 18 wrong things already. So, hi Greg. What's something that you are not <laughs> confident in? How to Himself. properly conduct life? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was kidding. Do you need help? Can I help you? What's the next step? That's always the question in life, isn't it? But no. Can the, we even ask that question? What's no. the next right thing? Yeah, exactly. No, but that's usually clear when you think focus on the next thing. So that's the next thing I think is podcast. finishing this intro. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Stephanie, is there is there something that you are less than confident about? Jeez. Well, see, I thought that a tulpa was something <laughs> that an individual manifests within their own mind, but I don't know. All right, we'll find out uh, mm-hmm. uh, either when we take a break or or after this podcast. You know, if we get. If we get a lot of um, tweets or whatever uh, about the things we've said, I'll take that as a as a success. That's a win. Yeah. You know, it's the uh, the Peter principle uh, that the fastest way to get yourself corrected uh, is to say something wrong, or the fastest way to get information is to say something wrong. Are you and sure it's not the Potter? Exactly. I don't know what it's called, and so someone I'm, will correct me. Honestly. Yeah, there is, never there is a principle it. called the Peter Principle, and I'm pretty sure that's not the Peter <laughs> yeah, Principle. Isn't that uh, microchip processors cubing every 18 no, months? No, that's Moore's Law. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna again go out on a, a, a epistemological ledge here Ooh. and say I think the Peter Principle and oh I'm like Sixty percent sure I'm wrong on this. I think the it's Peter a video principle. game in which you are um, in an office. <laughs> Stanley <building>. Parable. <laughs> um, I think the Peter principle is that people are like promoted to their level of incompetence. Yes, I was about oh, to say it? that, so I think you're correct. Oh. What yeah. does that mean? Uh, that because I'm incompetent of it, I am now the Peter principle. No, so if you have a job and you do well at that job, you'll be promoted. If you do well at that job, you'll be promoted. If you do well at that job, you'll be promoted. If you don't do well at that job, 
you won't be promoted again, and you'll just stay at that job. So everyone is promoted to their point of incompetence. And that really just, uh, the Peter Principle really reflects a lack of growth mindset, in my opinion. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's very pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you're incompetent. Go take some PD classes. Come on. Be an adult. But people don't. Professional development. Oh, yeah. PD. That's what's a, that's what, yeah. yeah. No, I, that's I'm just... a professional. I have a career. Yeah. I take PD courses. Cool. Any any other, uh, I don't know, hot takes, uh, incorrect statements anyone wants to make? Uh, you know what I really want before we continue? Completely unrelated to everything that we've done up to this point. Well, actually not. So, you know, let's just say we are manifestations of your brain. <laughs> okay. Um, our audience, so that they're convinced that they're not just, that you're not just their tulpa, can you describe to these people what you look like, so, like in this world, so that like they can like go, oh, I think I have in a gauge. world? I don't know, maybe in, in both, Axis, in Axis, and in real life. So that Derek can, has like, so many faces in Axis. Well, I just, however, Derek wants our audience to view him. Now is his opportunity. Mm. That uh, that god that Arya worshipped uh, in books two through four or whatever, the god of many faces. Yeah, because everyone read the books. Nerd. Greg, are you okay? Do you need to <laughs> I, I picture my like my DM persona as being like a a a big. Well, I have I have a big face to start with, like a big head, and I, I picture my DM persona as being like a a floating disembodied head that like it's not invisible, but just like nobody acknowledges that it's there, and it's just oh. like you know like wherever our sort of like camera goes in the game world. It's like it's like peeking out, just like this giant head Man. peeking out from speaking of pretentious horror. So um, <laughs> you're like the baby son of the Teletubbies. <laughs> I, I guess you. Wow. Guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm the. If you picture the baby son from the Teletubbies, but you know, like grown up. <laughs> um, that's me. Just like it's just a normal adult. So not like extra happy. Just like you know. Uh, no, and like the, he, the spectrum has slightly shifted towards red. The sun has a nine to five. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's like he's pretty tired. <laughs> he has like a five he, o'clock shadow. He got home from work. Yeah, <laughs> he pulls a night shift on the other side of the world. <laughs> Probably be preferred to take a nap. He's the goddamn sun, so he has socks on his Amazon wish list. Oh God, that's so sad. I, as I, can, I, go I don't know if you can mine. get good socks on Amazon. You can. Mm. I don't know. You have to. They have to look. You have to know where to look. Yeah, you have to know where to look. That's the problem with Amazon. You're the problem with Amazon. <laughs> now, if we if we could just achieve some success, we could get like five different sock. I was companies. just gonna say, man, Bombus, call. Yeah. give us a call. Yeah, there's like Bombus, a couple just others call. Too. Yeah, just call us, Bombus. I've, you know, I've left uh, you so many messages. <laughs> <laughs> you can call this D- Bombus and Derek if you want. <laughs> for my other podcast, I think these were sh- socks, or if they're not, they're like things for sheets. They're called cheat cleat sheets, and it's is this, what are, are these people? First off, are these people sponsoring your podcast? They're not. Okay, good. because they didn't think we. I they thought I was gonna. I was asking too much for the amount of numbers that we uh, have people listening to us, and I was like. Fuck you, you know, kind of a little bit, not really, but I did say, great, I'll reduce my price. They're like we're gonna pass. And I'm like, clean sheets is a stupid name anyway. But I guess it makes it so that when you you need, you know, you're pushing your your gal or guy or your person friend on the bed, it makes it so you have oh. grip. Talking about pump, pumping, pumping. Yeah, I was trying to say, like, you know, cushion for the pushing, but wait, you know. I didn't know that this was a problem that needed to be solved, and that's why they will not be successful. Okay. So, so they're they're fucking cleats. It's, fucking it's cleats. for all those very slippery people who have very slippery sheets and just need some help. <laughs> the people with a punctured waterbed. Could you imagine? <laughs> I guess we already do put like things on specifically for sex, but could you imagine putting socks on for sex? For sex, <laughs> like hold on, babe. <laughs> Let me take off my Crocs and put on my sex socks. <laughs> you mean your business socks? You know what? If they were sex socks, though, they would probably make your Crocs stay on better and get less sweaty. <laughs> I, I think I would call them sex, but S E C K S. Oh, okay. Like the yeah. like, yep, 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 yep. That's it. 
So last time on Axis. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's been a while since we've talked. That's uh, that's yeah. That's, no, that's it was good. To, it was good to catch up. It was good to catch up with with you, the listener, and <laughs> and you, the uh, the other three faces on my screen. Last time, mm, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Last time on Dungeons and Derek. The Wrecking Balls had just escaped from Aether Void Keep and fled into the sewers under Axis. With the Regulators in hot pursuit, the team stormed through the sewer system, seeking asylum in a safe house and veritable department store of debauchery that Mercury was well acquainted with. On the way to the safe house, they encountered Utrix, a necromancer, tasked with overseeing a squad of sanitation zombies including the recently deceased Two-Tooth Tony, a turtle who may or may not have enjoyed pizza and the occasional <laughs> recreational Muay Thai class. The group befriended Utrix, who agreed to try to throw their pursuers off the scent. Alicia, Adair, and Mercury arrived at the safe house where Mercury talked her way past the bouncer. Once inside, they quickly freshened up in the showers, and Adair, giddy as a very old schoolboy, hurried to the fighting ring to sign up as a competitor. While there, Mercury spotted Ethel, her grizzled trainer, and that's where we find them now. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna pick up in a little bit of like a, a split screen kind of montagey thing. So uh, Adair, uh, we find you in the fighting ring. Uh, you know, as we said before, you're wearing a speedo and basically <laughs> nothing else. Uh, maybe you're wearing some fighting socks. Uh, I'll call them fox. <laughs> <laughs> Across from you stands a very scrappy-looking uh, dragonborn brawler. They've got like I don't know that like cool like tape around their knuckles that like boxers have. I don't know what it does, but, um, tape, just <laughs> but it looks real cool. And uh, they're swinging like a blunted great axe at you, and it's mm. uh, it's coming down toward you. I have a question. Uh, Adair, what do you look like with your shirt off? Hmm. I think I have some pretty intricate, like, Celtic-looking tattoos all over, but they're all faded and saggy. Like the old dude you see at the beach sometime with the leathery skin that's, it's not like, Saggy and gross, but it's old and crispy. Old and crispy. Old and crispy with some. Did tattoos. you oil up before the fight? <laughs> I'm always oiled up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek, we're in media res right now. We didn't hear the beginning of the fight or who called or it. How or how did he get an axe and I didn't and I didn't well, notice? Okay. I'm glad I'm glad you asked because uh Adair before this fight, you were presented with a smorgasbord of kind of like training weapons. So blunted edges or like, I don't know, padded if it's like a bludgeoning weapon or whatever. So, you know, anything you can think of, staffs, maces, swords, axes. Your mom. Your mom. <laughs> you could Your mom choose. with oven mitts on. Your mom. Uh, that's right, training mom. <laughs> um, you could have uh, you could have chosen um, what what weapon, if any, did you choose? A longsword. Yeah, so you've got a sturdy longsword. Uh, just the edge is like beaten down or not sharpened. Right on. Does a dare have pierced nipples? No. Mm. Or are there holes from where they <laughs> once were pierced? No, just in his belly button. What's the body hair situation? I just almost threw up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's very Popeye-esque, very thick on the forearms, but uh, not oh, much no. elsewhere. Um, and perhaps uh, more, more crunchily, uh, what is your, uh, your shirtless armor class? <laughs> it looks like 14. 14. Wait, nope. Okay. Do I also have a wooden shield by any chance? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you have a training shield, so, so yeah. the edges of it are... All right, so yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at 14. Okay. Um, so good old sword and board, Adair. Yeah, sword and board. Um, so Adair, you take 12 damage um, as this dragonborn warrior. <laughs> oh, so Ooh. just by looking down at my hands to figure out what I have <laughs> on me, I don't get to have a attempted roll or reflection. I'm just completely taken off guard. Yeah, if you've ever played like a VR game, I feel like there's like a mandatory moment like at the <laughs> beginning where you like look at your hands and you're just like, oh, what, what are these things? You know, how, how can I move these things? You're yes. doing that and just immediately, whoomp. Uh, so I take brings... 12 damage. Yeah. Okay. So what I call a third. <laughs> I'll tell you what I call a third. <laughs> um, a unicorn. Okay. 
well, that hurt. And the the dragonborn warrior just kind of like, you know, thrusts his, uh, thrusts his chest and goes, what? What, old man? What? What? What, old man? What? <laughs> what? What, old man? Shut up, Jeremy. You were so bad last time I was here. Okay? Well, not, not doing so bad now, am I? What? Uh, what? He's what? 5,000 years old, Jeremy. Uh, I inflict wounds on the guy. <laughs> okay. Um, is that a saving throw? Uh, no, that is a, uh, th- that's a meat hit roll. Okay. So this, uh, this dragonborn is, uh, also, also shirtless and pantless, but he's got that like natural kind of like scaly dragon ish skin. Yeah. Also, is he also oily? Is oil a requirement of the uh, arena? So I picture, uh, I, I, I should say I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of snakes. Um, I have, uh, yeah, uh, they, they, they keep me out like crazy. Um, so I haven't touched them a lot. But I've heard that like they aren't actually like oily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, when no. you touch them, even though they're there's soft. that whole like snake oil thing, yeah. So what Derek is saying, next birthday we're going to a snake pit. Uh, is that a thing uh, you can go to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you've never the had a party at a snake pit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somewhere in LA, someone has a snake. It's pit. possible. Hey, you, you got yeah. enough money, yeah. Harrison Ford's mansion probably has. Yeah, one. we just need to make friends with some famous people, and then we'll, we'll see what we can do. So. All that to say, this uh, uh, Jeremy, um, the dragonborn, is, is is not oily, but has that like kind of like shiny, scaly, snaky look. Okay. Um. So you said sixteen on your inflict wounds. Yes. Okay. Roll for damage. That will be eight, six, six, five, twenty-five, twenty-five. Is this lost? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Derek. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. That was, I, I like that. I don't know if it was intended, but for me, that worked on two levels. Because you have like, I'll probably cut this because explaining jokes is dumb. But like, there's the numbers from Lost. Uh-huh. But then there's also the like, is this loss? Oh, no. No, Derek. Yeah, yeah you, got, you, you got an unintentional double hitter. At least for me. At least for okay. me. For Derek. For Derek's sake. <laughs> yeah. You may have gotten a double hitter from the audience, too. And I think you should keep this in because we need to know how you work, Derek. We know that you don't like snakes now. That's true. And that you like double hitters. <laughs> <laughs> that you believe in numerology. I'm dying inside. Uh, sorry, 25 damage? 25 damage. Dude. Wow. You just, did you just kill Jeremy? Uh, no, no, no. Um... <laughs> So, the, so inflict wounds. It's it's that necrotic kind of damage. So he like goes kind of gray and just like looks weak. Um, he's got he that, sheds like, his skin. <laughs> he molts. He molts then and there. He's really grumpy. Um, so you see, like, uh, where, where do you touch him? So uh, it seems like he was gloating at me, chest out. So it was kind of like I get up and just push him in the chest, and it radiates from where my hand is. And where you touch him, just like is is his flesh. He's he's like silver in color um, before, but just like a, a spot of darkness appears and has like these like sickly kind of you know like if you get an infection, it does that like red tendrily creeping out. It does that, but it's like mm. all spooky and black yeah. and necrotic yeah. creeping out. Um, meanwhile, uh, out uh, well, I assume out in the audience, um, you can tell me what you're up to. But uh, uh, Mercury, what are you up to? You saw across the way in the fighting ring. Uh, you saw your your old trainer Ethel. Um, so she's there. Right. But is Ethel trying to make their way to me or am I like, did they, have they noticed me yet or? Um, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, whatever's, whatever's narratively more interesting for you. Well, for right now, since I just yelled at Jeremy, it's not like I'm being too surreptitious. That's fair. About yeah. 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 So you see, yeah. So if, if she hadn't noticed you before, yeah, Ethel definitely notices you after you yell at Jeremy. Yeah. Fair. But, and, and is Eugorix next to me? Who, is who, sorry? But who was the guy's name? Eugorix? Who's Eugorix? I don't know this. Who's the? I don't pers- know this who's character. The didn't you say Eugorix? What was? The, what would you say in the opening sentence? So, so there was Utrex, um, who was the Utrex. necromancer Utrex. you met in the sewers. Oh, um, that but they guy. didn't come okay, with you. Yeah, yeah. Butrix, Butrix. <laughs> no, Butrix. Anyway, no. Okay, I thought his. I was trying to remember his so name. So Delandry is kind of the MC. Um, uh, Delandry. So I'm I'm setting by. Delandry asking, you know, like trying to like say, is this unfair? So there's sort of, there's, there's a table kind of like right up close to the ring. Uh, by like the Beldinger. By the Beldinger. By the Beldinger. Jonathan Beldinger. 
So, so the Beldinger's there, and Delandry's there. Um, uh, there's, you know, like a, a cleric there, um, in case anyone uh, gets too rowdy. Jonathan Beldinger, fifth in a line of noble Beldingers. <laughs> um, and I think Mercury, you're probably like sitting in the in the seats, kind of just behind the table, so kind of within whispering range. Yeah, probably. Like I'm like, listen, Adair didn't ask me to do this, but I'm definitely coaching him, so I'm going to be like squirting wine in his face when he's done in between rounds and you know wine <laughs> all right <laughs> oh yeah I, this is not this is not a proper fight whatsoever i'm i'm turning more and more into a wino as this <laughs> description progresses that and you and you bring around hot milk <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah i'm hanging out so you're, you're playing sort of pseudo pseudo trainer come on rocky <laughs> yeah so ethel is there who's my old rocky trainer and I'm try. I'm a little too busy for Ethel to come talk to me now. Um, how about you, Alicia? What are you up to? Well, this whole thing, just everything about where we are, makes me extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been kind of trying to tag along as close to Mercury as possible, which I don't know. Which is as which is as far as, as possible as I can make it without <laughs> seeming too obvious. Because I'm like with a whole different group, and Alicia is like a fucking buzzkill. Yeah, so. yeah. And exactly. it's kind of ironic because so kind of like hovering uh, nearby. Like her entire training was supposed to build her to be comfortable in places like this for information and <laughs> doing this. And yet she's like, oh, it's yeah. too real. Ugh. I've got my, it's so yeah, smart. my arms are crossed. I'm just like, yeah. my body language is very negative. <laughs> great. So let's say uh, that not too long from now, uh, was, it, was it Jonathan Beldinger? Is that what we said? Yeah. We just said Beldinger? Oh, did you say Beldinger? Jonathan Beldinger? Okay. Great. Uh, yeah, so Jonathan, Jonathan Beldinger. Jonathan Alfrenz is Beldinger the third. Just very, very proudly. Um, let's say Jonathan Beldinger is like eight years old, sits up. <laughs> what? In this establishment? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to break the, break the reality you crafted for us. Does that, not, does that not scan? I think child labor absolutely tracks with this. What is his species? Is it one of those species that matures at five and... Uh, I, I was picturing it was just like Delandry's kid or something. <laughs> as long as this child is protected and the only other child here. Not that that wouldn't be any other assumption than that. But this this is very debauched, this place. Yeah, I, I think I think by and large, uh, un, unless it's it's really necessary narratively, we'll probably play by like fallout rules where just like nothing bad happens to kids. Love that. That's the perfect. I, I, yes. That's a perfect world I want to live in. I had a, a weird argument with someone. Uh, we, I watched Boogie Life Nights, Boogie Nights last night, and someone didn't realize why the Colonel. Anyway, it's, it, that, that topic's on my mind. So I'm glad, as long as we draw the line yeah. there, I'm very yeah, glad. No. Not that not that we wouldn't have, but it's very clear that this child is in, in control. Of this yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, this child definitely does drugs, but Th- by this their child own, is uh, Peter Pan. That's He's different. Here. Because he's eternally young. He's smoking a cigar. I got <laughs> yeah. it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. He runs a war. He war, He's a war criminal. I got it. <laughs> I, I was thinking more like Bugsy Malone, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, so so Jonathan Beldinger, child Beldinger prodigy, um, uh, stands up on his chair and, and, and pl- proudly rings the bell, signaling the end of the first round. Uh, Jeremy Jeremy heads back to his corner uh, where uh, his trainer, who's, who's also his mom, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like spits on a napkin and starts, you know, wiping wiping the blood from his lip um, where he started bleeding out his mouth. I start just asking anyone who will listen because you're too far away. Wait, what just happened? Who won? Did the big one win? Did the little... What's happening? Oh, no. Uh, sorry, I can, I, can, I can tell you're new here. Uh, the fight's not over. They just... Uh, every every once in a while, uh, they take a little break. Uh, they, they break it up into rounds um, and then they get scored based on rounds. And well, who won this round? Who who gets the points? Uh, well, that that that's up to the judges. We don't really know. Uh, I feel like as a as a GM, I'm <laughs> going to show my <laughs> lack of knowledge about <laughs> boxing or wrestling or anything. Hey, uh, this is fantasy boxing. That's right. So it sounds like the space between rounds is long enough for a six second spell cast. Uh, I would imagine. But not yeah, a short not be- rest. But not before. No. But not before I take a, a water bottle and squirt uh, yeah, wine I'm in your eyes. I'm going to cast cure wounds on myself. <laughs> a dare! You're losing it out there. Um, are you trying to be surreptitious about it all, or are you just uh... no? Okay. Uh, so I cure 15 points. It puts me back at max health. Okay. Did Mercury just get a new accent? Does she have a special accent for when she's coaching? Hey, not right now, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to see the races. Work- we're working up here. 
Uh, Alisa, the guy, leans over to you again. Now, see, the old guy here is doing some kind of magic curie stuff on himself. And that's, uh, it's not usually, it doesn't usually fly, but, uh, you know, it's not technically against the rules, but uh, I don't think people are going to like it. Is anyone, excuse me, does anyone have a problem with this? (laughs) Shut up! All right, I think it's fine. (laughs) And Jonathan dings the bell again, and uh, uh, round two is on. Jeremy puts his head down and and just kind of charges charges at you, Adair, with his training axe. My goal would be to miss the axe, but kind of get him like one of those boxer hugs, you know, where they're tired and they try and just get on the insides (laughs) of the Kent swing. So my goal is to kind of miss the axe and get in real close like that. Um, so I think I think we'll roll that as uh, he'll do his attack, um, and then you'll roll a grapple. Okay. Uh, how do I roll a grapple? Athletics? Yeah, so grapple will be opposed athletics. Okay. So he rolls a 15 on his attack. What did you say your, your shirtless AC was? It is 14. 14, okay. Um, and he rolls 10 for damage. And I roll an 11 on my on my athletic. Okay. Kill him, Adair! Kill him! Adair! Oh, so uh, now that I'm touching him, I would like to inflict wounds all around him again okay um so you've uh, you've you've got him grappled um he rolls very poorly on his uh, on his grapple um so you've got him under control but uh while he's charging at you he manages to to kind of like thrust the uh, the great axe yeah hit me for uh, 10. In, ouch and then you i don't know you, i mean you know wrestling way better than i do <laughs> but you get him in a, in a in a good strong grapple yeah and so just while i while i have him hooked around uh around the waist i just send off a like a burst of magic, like through his ribs, all uh, all across his middle there, inflicting wounds on him. Uh, Adair, why don't you roll your attack roll for uh, your your inflicting wounds again? Yeah, uh, eleven plus seven, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, that'll be a hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Hup, hup, five d ten, six nine seventeen twenty seven. Holy cow. Um, so this one, you know, even more than the last time, seems to really uh, take it out of Jeremy, uh, and he is looking quite weak at this point. Well, yeah, and I, I just yell, "Tap out, tap out, son!" Um, but he's still, he's still, he's still wrestling. He's thrashing. He tries to uh, throw you. <laughs> Doing the crocodile roll to break the grapple. I'm like, who is this person? Dear, why don't you go ahead and roll, um, roll an athletics check? That's a four. It's quattro. So he, yeah, so he. I, I don't know, whatever deep, you know, reserve of strength he had, he he taps into it and ha uh casts you, casts you off him. And he goes, Is that all you got, old man? What? 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 <laughs> Jeremy, stop. You're wasting you know this. You're wasting energy by talking. Uh I, I look over at the, the ref area like I don't want to, I don't want to kill this man. Are we going to call the fight? <laughs> Mercury or Adair, um, either of you, if you want, can roll an intimidation check uh, with advantage. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah, go go for it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm going, well, that first roll was a 17, no, wait, a 19. Yeah, it's 19. Okay. So, uh, so Jeremy kind of, you know, he's puffing his chest out, um, and he kind of like steps back and surveys the audience. Listen, Jeremy, you look like you look. How's your mom? <laughs> you know what? Actually, I should ask her because I took her to bed twenty minutes <laughs> <What>? ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're confusing him into submission. <laughs> Mercury, that doesn't that doesn't make sense, and my mom's fine. <laughs> I know because I saw her body. <laughs> Jeremy kind of scans the audience and, and like everyone actually is like like leaning forward and looks like really concerned, like, oh my god, this old man is gonna kill this <laughs> <laughs> this this young dragonborn warrior. And Jeremy just kind of seems to seems to deflate. Oh. What? You're a loser, Jeremy! <laughs> no, you you did of a fine fight, Jeremy. You got you got some good hits on me, but uh uh, experience wins this time. It's okay. You'll get there someday. Go into self no, you won't. exile, Jeremy. <laughs> um, and he he takes a knee and taps the mat. Woo! <laughs> I I go over there and help him up. And actually, while I'm over there, uh, I am going to uh, ro- do a cure wounds on him. Oh, what a guy! Yeah. Go ahead and roll for it. Uh, so that will be 
12 points. Oh, wow. Okay, so he's still not, you know, looking fresh as a daisy, but he does, he doesn't kind of look, you know, he doesn't quite look on death's door as he did before. So a little bit of the wind comes back into his sails. Um, Delandry uh, hops up from the, from the announcer judge's table, crawls up, you know, parts the, the ropes on the ring and climbs in. Uh, Derry grabs your hand and uh, your sordid hand, um, <laughs> you know, holds it up. Uh, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, our new winner, the Wrecking Ball. Yeah. Woo. Go me. Where's, where's the hundred thousand coins, Delandry? That's that's a ridiculous sum, Mercury. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know our you know our pots aren't that big. <laughs> They are look look at look at my pot. Yeah, I mean, what were the odds against me? We probably should have gotten what fifty to one. What are you even talking about when you say "look at my pots"? <laughs> <laughs> what, what part of your anatomy is is that? All of it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Anyway, here's your your twenty five gold purse. Uh, congratulations, and uh, of course you're uh, invited back next week to defend your title. Oh. Why, why, thank you. Free room and board also, and free free uh, bottom feeder. Why would you think this is an appropriate time to negotiate, Mercury? Because <laughs> <laughs> you just won, and you, you just the best crowd you ever, you've ever seen. The crowd kind of is like looking around, sort of like awkwardly clapping. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Uh, so things kind of wind down. Uh, folks, you know, get up from their seats to, to stretch or go to the bathroom or get a drink or whatever. Um, there's a couple... You know, there's a few minutes before before the next uh, next bout. Yeah, and so I'm not doing any more bouts today, correct? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, or until I choose to do another one. Hey, yeah. Delandry, yes. just slip me in there. Let me do the next round. Who, who's fighting? Uh, we got uh, uh, we got Joe. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't want. Oh no, to, I was I, mean, I was I was ready to tell you. I just had to remember. Oh no, I, I just I just didn't want to. You know, maybe it's better if I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you. you you don't want me to tell you? I I don't want to know. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I don't right. want to know. I'm just going to go up there, you know, and do my thing. Show my pot. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what that means. But... <laughs> right, Nobody right. knows what it means. It's you know, Mercury, you're, you're an old friend, but we're, yeah, we'll, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll find a space for you. Oh, no, I'm going up next. <laughs> Are, is that, uh, uh, why don't you roll I, a persuasion? I go up onto the, Okay. <laughs> Can I roll the persuasion while also taking off my clothes down to skivvies? I mean, I yeah, I don't, I don't control what you do vis-a-vis your your clothes. <laughs> well, no, but could that give me advantage, or does it give me disadvantage? Uh, I mean, based on what we know of Mercury, I think that's, I think that's just a, you know, that's par for the course. Okay, <laughs> nineteen. Nineteen. 19. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, eighteen. But yes. And he goes, well, you know, Mercury. Technically, it's Mercury's here in the ring. <laughs> Mercury, Mercury, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we Mercury. have a surprise competitor for the next bout. Mercury, oh, oh wait, uh, sorry, sorry, Mercury. What, what was your, you, you don't go by your your normal name, you said, right? Oh, that that's that's right. Uh, also, we're on the run right now. This might have been a bad idea, actually. Um, crotch fire. <laughs> <laughs> we have a a mystery competitor, crotch fire. Crotch fire. Crouch fire! And I, Crouch fire. So I'm, I'm fully into it by now. If you couldn't tell by what I was screaming at Jeremy, um, and I'm like, "Yes, Mercury, go!" <laughs> do you have like a Do you have like a fake uh, magic foam hand and stuff? <laughs> Mercury Hellbreeze! I'm like making. I the, don't really like, know what to do, so I just start like throwing money into the pit, <laughs> thinking that'll count as a bet. After After a couple of minutes, um, folks, you know, return to their seats and, and start to settle in. Um, and Delandry stands up and and announces. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to get caught up in it, because it's Crutch Fire facing off against Jojo the Juggernaut. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Not Jojo. Delandry, not you Jojo. Said, you said you didn't want to know. I thought he wasn't allowed to fight here anymore. Well, he... Fuck you, Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Jojo. And from the locker room, uh, out stomps this just, like, massive, hairy... There's no telling whether, you know, whether it's a man, a woman, or, or uh, anything child. else. A child. <laughs> um, but uh, whatever they are, they're, they're seven and a half feet, feet tall and just stacked with muscle. Come on, Delandry. Jojo doesn't pull his punches. 
Uh, so give me a couple minutes to uh, look up an appropriate uh, stat block for I'm gonna JoJo. I'm going to find your mother and kick her in the face, JoJo. Role play amongst yourselves. Role play amongst yourselves. So JoJo the Juggernaut, just with zero effort in one step, just like leg up and over the, the ropes into the ring, climbs up, does some like stretches, cracks cracks their knuckles and the cracks like reverberate through the room. Delandre, there isn't there isn't a fighting sword or weapon or axe or that could even begin to touch their skin. Hey, Mercury, you look I I didn't ask you to do this fight. If I if I don't die, I will kick your ass in the ring next. It, oh. No, no. It, my word is as good as gold, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, I It's going to happen. Just, I just don't I'm going to wipe up my blood with your face. I don't see a set of circumstances where, where that would come to pass. What's, what's the scenario? Oh, the scenario is I, I, so, someone finally kicks JoJo's ass, and it's got to be me, I guess. God damn it. All right, here. Uh, I throw some uh, oil on my uh, pubes and, and ask him to light it. What? Fire crotch or whatever, <laughs> right? Hey, yeah. hey we, we love a show. Yeah. I didn't know that you were fully naked. <laughs> no, it's the pubes that are sticking out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Delandry takes out this 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 like fancy lighter that, of course, you knew he Got had. Just a window in your underwear, a pube window. <laughs> My merkin, so I can breathe. It flicks the lighter on. Uh, it's it's a it's a magical lighter, by the way, because this is a fantasy world. And he flicks it on, and uh, yeah, sets your your merkin, which I guess you have a light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This, yeah, this all tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm slick with anti-fire on my, on the, on that general region. So, so you had really prepared for this. <laughs> she just always is ready. <laughs> anti-fire. Yeah. The attendant comes up uh, with like the kind of like you know like a doctor preparing for surgery. I don't know the, the trope where they have like all the scalpels and, and tools and everything laid out. They come out with a couple trays of weapons. Uh, Mercury, what do you grab? I'd like to grab the smallest, thinnest metallic items I can see. Okay, so I think probably like a little like stiletto. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, you got just you, just one of them, two of them. Two of them, and I've and I've equipped them. To go the length of like, like the way I'm holding them is the length of my middle fingers. So like my middle fingers become like this, like the, where I can like start poking. Like, okay. <laughs> so kind of like imagine how like, you know, how like, was it Michelangelo who has one of those uh, ninja? Uh, the scythes? Scythe. Yeah, they look yeah. like that. So my fingers are the scythe. This... Scythe. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. My fingers are the scythe. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. But he doesn't even, I don't want Jojo to know that I even picked any. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Jojo, by the way, just kind of like <laughs> chuckles at the, <laughs> at the rack of weapons and just waves it away. Hi, Jojo. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one time uh, by the river? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were mad at me. <laughs> Oh, I thought that night meant more to you than I thought. Yeah. Okay, fine. Ah. Fine. Fine. He puts, they put, they, they, put, they put their, they put their fists up. up. Pronouns are so hard. They put their fists up, ready to go. And before the bell even dingies, I look over at Johnny and I like wink and I uh, jump like, like, like I'm about to do a long jump and my crash is still on fire and I j- jump and wrap my legs around jojo's neck and put my crotch that's like a signature move for the, you in, in their face yeah okay. let's roll an athletics check against jojo's acrobatics excellent i was hoping you'd ask meanwhile i think i'll sidle over towards a there just to be still still wanting to be near someone familiar near the winner you want to be cool since you're now in it that's true yeah i'm his friend <laughs> Just to get this picture right, fire crotch is in Jojo's face. Mm-hmm. So I wrap my my legs around his neck, like their neck, uh, like like you know, which I imagine is very broad. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you're you're there. Yeah. And I uh, 
uh, rub like rub their head into their crotch so that their face burns and puts it out at the same time. Okay. This is not unconsensual because this is not this is my signature move. People know I do this. <laughs> <laughs> this nickname that you wait is. Is this your go-to nickname, or did did you not just riff this one, or have you know. fought as Firecrotch before? <laughs> it's, we 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 can wreck. It's been her childhood dream to do this. This is her moment. Well, I mean, I definitely don't ever fight like as Mercury, right? So I don't know why I wouldn't use. I think Jessica came up with Firecrotch on the spot. <laughs> We'll do, we'll do something a little unconventional here. I'm going to uh, roll this as if you had cast the Burning Hands spell. <laughs> okay. Um, burning Crotch spell. Burning Crotch spell. <laughs> Mercury right. signature. So uh, Jojo will roll a dex save. Okay. And Jojo <gasps> fails it. <laughs> so Mercury, why don't you roll 3d6 for damage? Six. Six. And uh, so that's 13 in total. Phew. Oh, I almost killed him? Oh, no, no, no. I just, I just thought you, you almost summoned the devil. <laughs> oh, really close. That would have been bad, guys. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Oh, no. Anything but Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what happens if you say Beetlejuice three times, is Tim Burton comes to your house. Careful. And he doesn't leave. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> I like little girls, they make. And then he just rearranges your furniture to be as uncanny as humanly possible. Everything's in stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Mercury, what is your uh, uh, armor class without armor? It looks, oh, 12. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> That's funny because I'm not wearing anything right now. <laughs> Yeah, so my armor costs as well. <laughs> Jojo reaches up with one of their arms, trying to like grab you and throw you off. Uh, but you're able to kind of uh, juke out of the way, like pivot over to the other side of their neck. Okay. But then they reach up with their other arm and kind of grab you, uh, just sort of like around the back of your neck, um, and just throw oh. you down on the ground. Oh. Uh, go ahead and take 14 damage Ooh, um, as you fall to the ground and have the wind knocked out of you. A dare. A dare. Oh, let's, let's see what I've got for you here. I've used most of my spells up. Uh, so, yeah. So, let's say at this point, uh, uh, Johnny Bellringer, Ding Dongs, and uh, Jojo hulks over to their corner and just grabs, like, a little little cask of, uh, of wine or something and just, like, pours it down, drinks. Ah, uh, yes. A cask of, of Amontillado. <laughs> grabs a cask <laughs> of Amontillado, drinks it. Classic fighting drink. So while Mercury's over in the corner here, I cast Cure Wounds for 10. So I will say, Mercury, you would know that curative magic is, uh, is against the rules in between rounds. Even though Adair did it? In, like during the fight. He didn't do it during the fight. He did it between rounds. Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. Or, or it's third person curing isn't allowed. It doesn't say that you're, you're, you're not allowed to be cured. It's not doesn't say you're not allowed to cure yourself. So, so yeah, so... Let's say, yeah, coaches, trainers are not allowed to... Oh, so then maybe, shit. That said, you know, uh, everyone's... Jojo's kind of showboating, um, so there's a chance if you were, you know, if you were uh, subtle about it that uh, that the crowd wouldn't notice. Your call. Great. I just, uh, yeah, reach out my... I reach out my hand to Adair. Thank you, Adair. So you... Uh, Make me feel better. Okay, so I don't know it's against the rules, so I'm just doing it until someone tells me not to. So yeah, 10, 10 health. Do you want to roll a sleight of hand, or you're just not trying to hide it at all? No one has told me it's not allowed, so I'm not sleight of handing. I would also like to help Mercury cheat. Okay, uh, what are you doing to help? I would like to, and I, and I do ca- use sleight of hand, because this is obviously not something you can do, but I want to um, cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on JoJo. <laughs> I love that. Okay, um, go ahead and roll. Uh, go ahead and roll. Yeah, your sleight of hand. <laughs> Ooh, gonna use a luck on that one. Ooh, that's a natural one. Um, <laughs> dang. The, okay, so the one that was better there was uh, that would have been an eleven. I will roll, I'm going to roll perception for the crowd, and I'm going to roll perception for Jojo. 
So, so Jojo is, you know, is uh, again, I wish I knew wrestling, but you know, they do like, I want to say they do dances, but like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, like, like work in the crowd, you know, how they do in wrestling. Showboating. Showboating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hype. They're yeah, hyping. Like they're, they're hyping. You, uh, like raising, you know, like the rock and raising eyebrows uh-huh, and yeah, you know, uh-huh. they, yes. I assume they do based on the like. Uh-huh. Oblique Acting cool. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Jojo's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and Alicia, you cast uh, Tasha's hideous laughter, and that's a wisdom save. Yeah, thirteen. I probably won't shock you that uh, wisdom is not uh, <laughs> one of Jojo's better stats. Um, so yeah, Jojo it fails. Doesn't shock me. So what happens to Jojo? So Jojo is going to just start. I think it starts slow, like just a giggle. Okay. It doesn't, you know. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but then um, the laughter will just keep coming. I'm kind of viewing it as though like Jojo is now very high and th- and thinks everything is uh, like everything is striking them as funny and entering a, a giggle fit in which even their own laughs are, are striking them as funny and uh, can't really control themselves. Um, okay, and in terms of uh, in terms of mechanics, that means. Uh, you fall prone and become incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration, which is a minute. Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> In- incapacitated. That's a good spell. That's a good spell. What level is that spell? At the same time, my character farts. <laughs> it's a level one spell. It's just a good one. That's a real good spell. I've never heard of it yeah, before. Yeah, it's a great crowd control spell. So you feel, Elysia, um, that while, while you pulled one over on the crowd... And while you did afflict Jojo, uh, you think Jojo knows that you cast the spell on them. Does Jojo know that I cast the spell or that someone cast the spell? I guess I wouldn't necessarily know. No, I, th- I think you have a moment um, where, you know, where Jojo's par- parading around the ring and you're, you're just like, just uttering like the last couple syllables of the spell and doing like the, the hand motions or whatever um, that Jojo just like catches you doing and is confused for a second, but then starts to feel this and... Uh, Jojo just looks at you and goes, and just rolls over and just <laughs> just rolling on on their back on the ground. The the crowd is just kind of looking, glancing left and right at each other. The between round break is coming to an end. Uh, Jonathan Bellringer stands on top of the, the announcer's <laughs> table, looks down at Delandry, like, what, what, what do I do? Uh, Delandry looks back at him and goes, ah, I guess. Um, and Jonathan dings the bell, um, and the next round starts. Uh, Mercury, Jojo is literally rolling on the ground, incapacitated. Coup de gras. Um, uh, I, I, by I'm the way, conf- um... Another mechanic is at the end of each of its turn, or at the end of each turn, Jojo can make another wisdom saving throw and has advantage if uh, they took damage. I'm confused as to why they're doing this. So I'm like, Jojo, don't laugh at me. (laughs) (laughs) No, just because I told you about my particular fear of salamanders and there was one at that river. No, don't you dare. Jojo, I was going to go easy on you. I was going to go easy on you, Jojo. But I guess I can't now. <laughs> Jojo, don't make fun of me. You're going to regret it. <laughs> Jojo, you're going to regret it. No one makes fun of Merc. Just like slapping the ground next to them. <laughs> All right. All right. And then... I rip off all of my clothing. Wait, uh, didn't he just tap out? Doesn't that count as tapping out? <laughs> oh, does it? Uh, are you are you honestly saying that, Adair? Yeah. You know what? What the hell? Let's. The crowd wants to see a fight, <laughs> um, but you have like you sort of have an argument there. So let's roll persuasion with disadvantage <laughs> to see if oh, you can incredible. like, that's incredible. I want to call this like air budding. It's not quite air budding. Like, <laughs> air budding. Right. Like, you know, like, Oh, it doesn't say that that doesn't oh. count as. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the worst of the two was a natural one. Okay. 
Woo. Yeah, so the, the person next to you just goes, shut up, old man. You're, you're a good fighter, but everyone's here to see a fight, so don't, don't ruin our fun here, okay? So <laughs> I, I start running. Like, so I go, uh, I strip off all my clothes. And everyone goes, no, it's not sexy. Everyone goes, <gasps> like, it's like upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, so full commando now. But like commandos where and you have And your real like, pubes are on fire, actually. So that's <laughs> upsetting. So it's that's really commitment. sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as JoJo's writhing on the floor, I like, again, do my marathon run. You know, I like jump and get really high and then bring out my size and um, stick them right into his arm, their armpits. Damn, girl. Wow. Puncture their lung. <laughs> well, no, more like pinning them like a, a, a butterfly to oh, oh, Jeez. Ugh. Yeah, so that they can't move their Are uh, you okay, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think fire crunches. <laughs> um, go ahead and do an attack roll with advantage. And do you, do you have a second attack at this point? I do, yeah. Okay. Um, so go ahead and, yeah, uh, one with each size, stiletto, middle finger. So two attacks with advantage. Don't keep on telling me the same thing over and over, Derek. So Whoa. do one attack with advantage. And then once you're done with that attack, you can do Advantage is where attack. you roll two and take the better. Correct. Okay, um, so the first one's a natural 20. Hot dog, that's a critical hit. And the second one is, so the next the next one is 15. Um, yeah, those are both going to be hits. Uh, what's the damage that these wooden or? Oh yeah, they're they're practice uh, stilettos. <laughs> Which one? Slightly duller. That's going to make an argument that it actually hurts more. And they're bamboo bamboo skewers. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> wooden stakes. Oh, like they're they're like a splinter. <laughs> Um, so we'll we'll call them daggers, I think. Or were you, were yeah, you picking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so so the weapon damage is one d four. Yeah, you can double that for the one, and then just roll it straight for the other, and then you know add your modifiers. What do you mean? That. Wait, wait. What do you mean double it? So for the for the critical hit, you'll you'll you double get to do the, that twice. Yeah. Got it. So three d four plus twice whatever your bonus is. Um. Oh, my bonus is. Uh, plus three for each fight. So that right now is four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. But those were the short so swords. Uh, should be, should be, shouldn't, shouldn't change the bonus. Okay. Um. So total of thirteen. Yeah. And uh, with Tasha's hideous laughter, uh, JoJo makes a save at, uh, at the end of their turn. Let me see. At the end of each turn, yeah. So Jojo is is rolling around on the ground laughing and just where you've stuck the the stilettos through through their... Blats. Deltoids. Uh, under, deltoids, is that right? Okay. Because delt- well, the deltoids are here, and then so I'm like imagining I went through shoulder blade and stuff. Oh, like, it's like a... If it was the flesh, then it would be like the side of their lat. Oh. Well, my thought is I'm po- I'm poking it through where, so that they can't like even like move. You know, like... Like I'm cutting off the hinge. So this is body horror, right? Wait, yeah. <laughs> Slicing so the wait, tendon so he can't got, raise like, his arm anymore. You went through their rotator cuff? That's kind of what I'm thinking. I said Yikes, that earlier. That's, so, yeah. that's a lot, man. It's <laughs> <is> just rude. <laughs> yeah, but he was, they were la- They were laughing at me. <laughs> this is their fault. Not anybody else's who ca- who didn't cast anything. Yeah, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, narrate any additional detail in there because that's already plenty disturbing enough, <laughs> but I'm going to roll uh, JoJo's wisdom save for uh and Jojo gets advantage. Jojo gets advantage because they took damage. Just damage, yeah. Okay, what's the what's the DC? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, so first one fails. <laughs> Second one succeeds. Jojo's laughing slowly morphs into like a a, a bestial roar, and I realize I can't say that without trying to do it. Um, so. <laughs> And I'm gonna, because I'm, I'm hovering over them, I'm dealing okay. with their breath right now. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Not good. I uh, oh, whisper to Adair, I'm going to go hide now. And I do that. JoJo stands up, and there's just like thick, goopy blood. Ew, goopy. Goopy, yeah. <laughs> they need to drink some water. Yeah, poorly hydrated. 
And yeah, without without hesitating, Jojo winds up one of their their big fists for a punch, um, and uh, yeah, connects. Um, so Mercury take fourteen damage. Oh my god! The that punch kind of soars me over to the other side of the mm-hmm. ring, and uh, my eyes get, uh, lock with Ethel accidentally. And uh, yeah, Ethel Ethel looks at you, and you can you can kind of hear uh, hear speaking in your head. You you can do it. You can do it, Mercury. Ethel and I go to like raise the hand towards Ethel. <laughs> yeah, and she she just kind of whispers very quietly, but like somehow all the other noise of the crowd kind of dims down, um, and uh, you hear her just go, "Duck and weave, Mercury. Duck and weave." They're so big, Ethel. I'm sorry that I hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> You you whip around and just in slow motion you see Jojo uh, charging toward you with their other fist ready um, just to you know put put an end to you just uh, put your put your lights out. I'd like to duck and weave and by doing so uh, Jojo accidentally hits Ethel because <laughs> <laughs> I tripped because I tripped Jojo. <laughs> Jojo rolled a natural one um, on their second attack so. As you come around, you said, did you say you are tripping Jojo or you just want? Yeah, so as Jojo comes with the second attack, trip Jojo and easily weave and duck out of the way. And that causes them to spill out over the edge of the ring, is my hope, narratively. I think because they rolled a natural one, I'll open them up to that. Why don't you roll um, athletics to see if you're able to successfully trip them out of the ring? Great. I don't want to hurt Ethel. I'm just saying... It you could happen. So Mercury doesn't, but Jessica does. Story-wise, it'd be great. That was a 22. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, JoJo is so pissed. Um, they just they just charge at you, uh, not thinking about anything but, but putting your lights out. Uh, you stick a leg out and catch them just right. They go flying. I think the term is ass over tea kettle. <laughs> and just That's like... Right. Yeah. And just crash... Uh, Crash in right where, right toward where Ethel is sitting. <laughs> I'm going to roll a dexterity save for Ethel. Great. <laughs> I, I think that's only fair. Okay. And have you ever met like a really old ballerina or like someone who, who has been like a dancer their entire life? I can imagine it. So she has this like this limberness where it's just like someone her age should not be as spry, as, as like agile as they are, but she's mm-hmm. just like never stopped like maintaining her body um she like still gets up every morning and stretches and runs so just moving with with a speed and a grace that belies her very advanced age um she she ducks out of the way milliseconds before jojo comes crashing back down into the chair where she was sitting and just wow obliterates it to splinters wow uh the crowd just a gasp passes through them um, Delandry takes a few seconds to figure out what's going on and steps on top of the announcer's table and goes, ladies and gentlemen, looks like we have a winner. Merc, fire crotch. <laughs> fire crotch. Fire crotch. Fire crotch. Fire crotch. Yeah, fire crotch. I haven't quite gotten to my hiding place yet, so I, I join. Fire crotch. Uh, and I think that's where we should end. Great. <laughs> right. Great. In fact, I kind of want to I kind of want to retcon hiding so quickly. No, you're a coward. We know. I know. It just is inconvenient for me to be off somewhere if nobody no, no, knows no, where I, I am. No, I think we still have a, a bunch of things to do in this in this world, including me introducing Ethel to Adair. That's my top of my list. Oh. You mean like yeah. introducing. Mhm. Oh. Mhm. I feel really sad about the psychopathy I displayed today. As, as opposed to the psychopathy you display every other time we play? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you yeah. mean with the armpit uh, murder? That's pretty Oh, pretty yeah. Intense. That was pretty psychopathic. Yeah. Pretty, pretty vivid. <laughs> Some, somebody's going to hear that and, and, and be like, all right, I give up. I'm done. I'm done with this podcast. I'm out. <laughs> I feel like we said a lot of things today that could uh, trigger that response. Is there a film where someone... Um, it makes some like someone's like body like the butterfly caterpillar museum like how people do that to bugs is that a thing oh i mean 
Because that's what I was envisioning. That sounds like a horror movie thing. I think we should make it. All right. I don't want to, but I feel like we have to now. Like, obligatory. Uh, thank you for listening to another... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that uh, was thanks. perfect. Keep yeah. going. All right. Uh, thanks for... Listening to another... <laughs> you're who lives in a... <laughs> I've been your host for Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Derek. <laughs> <laughs> this person who's the whole time going, I, I, don't, I don't watch wrestling. But. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get way too Sabado, sabado, sabado. Thanks for sticking with us for another episode. If you want to get in touch with us, our socials are. <laughs> what? Our socials? Don't give away our socials. Our social security numbers <laughs> are. Our, our social media info is in the show notes. Uh, uh, join the Discord. Uh, hit us up on Twitter or email. All those things. Uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, it would make each of our days um, if you left us a nice little review or and or uh, either one uh, told a friend about the show. Do it. Do it. Por qué no los dos? Do it. Uh, unless anyone else has anything to say. Good night, Derek. Good night. Good night, Derek. Yeah. Thanks for Farewell, a fun game. Have a good night, Derek. Derek, good night. Thank you, everyone. Thank uh, you well, for an excellent hour and a half. Thank well, you, Derek. Thank you. Thank you, um, Derek. Thank you. Give thank thanks you. to Derek. Thank you, Steph. Thanks, Derek. All, all thank, you, Derek. thank you, Jess. Thank you. Thanks, Derek. Listener. Thank you, <laughs> listener. Yeah. Good night, Derek. Oh, Tonight yeah. in my gratitude journal, I'm going to write that I'm grateful for Derek. <laughs> Um, we'll uh, see you again in about two weeks. Dungeons and Dragons.